I've just never touched real boobies before. So. Are you a gold star, Camden? Yeah. Who's a gold star? Are you a gold star, gang? I don't know. I might be. I'm a, not sure what it is. Do you know what it is? A gold star is somebody that hasn't had sex with the opposite sex. Never stop with a woman. Oh, I can't be a gold star. <laughs> I wasn't always this gay. We're not gold stars. OK, and Maddie's not a gold star either. Right? I'm not a gold <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know that Maddie identifies as a straight male. I don't think this is anything that's happened on Drag Race history before. And when she does bring it up, these girls are going to be shook. Is bitch a butch? Is Maddie straight? I, 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 I couldn't tell from this episode, Mary. You know, I, I think they're going to bring it up eventually. They're probably going to wait a few episodes because I think the idea is they don't want us to think of Maddie first as straight, but more as the drag that she's doing. So I think it's important that she shows up looking like Guy Fieri and she plays a guitar in a talent show. No, I mean, I'm just, you know. And then she wore flats. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just throwing out oh, ideas oh, oh, here. And, and well, let's have her find Santino's hat. You know, the straight oh, judge. Oh my God! Of course, of all the people to put that cabbie hat on, let's have Maddie do it. Oh, Maddie, put it on. Put the hat oh, yeah, on. You put it on. Yeah. Oh my God, it's gonna look great on you. It's gonna go with your hamburger purse and your flame broiled oh, skirt. That's right. Oh my God. I mean, to Maddie's credit for that Guy Fieri dress, like he must have known that that is the straightest reference to be making in dress form. This is the conundrum, right? Do you lean in or do you pull Mm. back because you don't want to take up too much space? And I think that is an interesting note to, or a question to pose at the beginning of this episode because, wow, I'll just say this at the top of the episode, I did not anticipate the impact of of having Maddie in the room. And even myself, who was going into this going like, oh, for God's sake, everybody, yeah. just relax. Right. Even I was like, oh, okay. All right. It's big deal. Oh, okay. It's yeah, big it's deal. All right. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, it's, uh, oh, gosh. I mean, God, you couldn't tell that Maddie was straight because they – Cut to Maddie every single time a queen during the untucked discussion said, as a queer person, as a gay person, cut to Maddie. As a queer yeah. person, cut to Maddie. I mean, yep. it, it was just a little like they, they <laughs> the editors did not want to let it go. <laughs> Clutching that throw pillow for dear life. <laughs> I Which was is just... exactly what I would be doing. <laughs> yeah, I was like. It, it was weird. I was like, boy, do I identify with Maddie in a weird way? Uh, but. But there was also really, I mean, especially. Am I on a clip- first date? Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, Am I man, watching I- Drag Race at a right. house of you know really really attractive gay guys right now? Hmm. Yeah. What, <laughs> what can I say? I see a throw pillow. I put it in front of my midsection. You know. <laughs> you call it a throw pillow. I call it a block pillow. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Safety I call pillow. It- yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Emotional support pillow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A willow pillow, maybe. <laughs> yeah, if you will. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. Um, um, so this discussion, because we have a lot to say about Maddie, obviously, it was it was just like hitting us over the head that she was straight. Not only – and her talent show was – okay. But this gold star discussion, right, spurred – is that the word? Um, brought on by Daya. Uh, uh-huh. Which was, I, oh God, it was just so, okay, and Maddie's not a gold star either. Okay, moving on, right? Like right. it was, <laughs> right. <laughs> what did but you think ma- of this? Okay, Mary, Mary, 
this is what I've been kind of just brimming to talk about since I watched this, and I feel like it is in particular for the gay men and the gays in general or whatever watching, there is a thing. There's like a whistle tone that I think we would be fluent in. And I think for me, it's watching this reverse locker room nightmare of Mm. here is the closeted straight guy in the gay queer locker room. Mm. And they're all talking about, you know, not sleeping with women. They're all talking about, you know, and like regardless of, of, but it's like, and then there's the, the cuts to Maddie, like sheepishly hanging, you know, a flannel shirt on a hanger, you know, and it's <laughs> <laughs> slipping into some new balances, you know, whatever. Um, she likes to take the tags off. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's Eddie Bauer. What can you say? You know, um, <laughs> And so there's just this element of like, oh my God, I am watching the Twilight Zone right now. Yeah. And, and I'm having so many feelings. And part of me, it's not like I'm like, oh, good. How do you like it? I don't. No, it's that's not, not it. No. But yeah. there is some sense of like, oh my God, that's, it's, I can't believe I'm on the other side of the fucking table in a way, you know? They're telling a very interesting story with satire, right? They're actually telling a gay story with satire in a way uh, yeah. that, I, you know, that I think is just very interesting. Um, and not that we're supposed to feel for Maddie in this moment, but it's this dramatic irony that is, I don't know. Uh, it's like watching the gay closeted kid in a movie uh, have Absolutely. to maneuver, you know, it is, even, it is interesting. Even the body language, even the way that, I mean, he looks like that kid from Stranger Things, Mike. He looks mm. like that little, you know, he's just like, ooh, you know. And it's just like, he reminds me of Harrison from the new season of Dexter, if I'm being honest. Uh, oh, see, I don't. watched it. I can do a quick Google. I'm going to type in Harrison Dexter and hope I don't get like a lawyer. Um, mm. Let's see, images. <laughs> so let's see, Harrison Morgan. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, I could see. There's a, yeah, uh-huh, I could see that. Um, but there's just a... I think what's interesting is like going into the season and obviously this comes up later in untucked with, I think, you know, a very smart and a very well-prepared statement about there's a thousand ways to be queer, but only one way to be straight. I, I feel like I'm watching Maddie from the moment she walks in of like, okay, but how are you being straight and how are you not being straight? And it's, Uh I, I kind of love that I'm kind of having the mirror held to myself of like, well, what expectations are you putting on someone of what it means to be straight? You know? Yeah. Yeah. There is that there, there's definitely that. I think, I think it goes to a, it stops at a point. Um, And the example I'll give is there's some hullabaloo, uh, I don't know if it's just the rags or if it is actually like a lot of hullabaloo on Twitter of like RuPaul outed Maddie, RuPaul outed Maddie. And I'm like, you can't out somebody if they're straight. Like, I, I, mean, I get it. I, I get what they're what they're talking about. I don't want to just like be like, ugh, you know, like whatever. But you're only outed if you're put in a closet by the fucking oppressive society surrounding you. I mean, isn't this kind of the same thing as like, you know, when, you know, with white people are like, but the Irish were oppressed as well. You know, like this is that's a little all lives matter, you know, where it's like uh-huh, it, it, right. it isn't the same. You can't apply the same thing. You can do it on Twitter and 280 characters. But once you get into the nuances, it's not the same. And I mean, I, I don't know. I also think there's the question of like 
the thing about or the quote unquote downside of outing is the idea that there's a negative repercussion to it or there'll be some disadvantage or there'll be some oppression or prejudice that will come up and And that might be true i mean maddie is afraid of that of like you know oh you never know how people are going to react in a gay community in a gay space by finding out that you're straight and so i get that but it is very different than like the idea of being outed once you're in the closet you know what i mean because you are put in there yeah Uh, oh that's the whole that's the whole point of being outed like somebody is using their power over you to out you right I think as we've moved gleefully away from Twitter and onto Instagram at All Right Mary Pod and having a blast, I have found that Twitter brings 0.0% good to my life. And this is some Twitter bullshit, and oh. that's my feeling on that, you know? Like, that's time to take the app off my phone. Um, yeah, Because that's all I that is. You. That's Twitter bullshit. That, I'm not going to validate it, you know? Yeah, uh, and – I don't know. I, I I thought it was interesting that they're putting that lens on it. Uh, Absolutely. I just think that's interesting. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I'm not going to call. I'm not just going to just like disregard it because I'm just like, oh, how interesting that that's happening in our discussions. Right. Just like, yeah. you know, uh, all the nuanced discussions about sexuality and, uh, and trans and identity. Uh, the other nuanced discussion here, Mary, <clears throat> is the gold star term uh, that you know, I don't think we've ever talked about on All Right, Mary. Um, and and it is brought up by Di. It's brought up by these very kind of young queens. Um, and there's, uh, I guess, like one or two of them didn't know what Gold Star meant. But these younger queens did know what it means uh, or what it meant. Gold Star um, is really kind of considered to be more of an older term. Um, it. Many people are calling for it now to like, let's put that term to bed. Um, But you can't really disregard its history. I think a lot of people find uh, find its offense, you know, however they want to dissect that term. But that term was seen as like a badge of honor, especially for gay women, um, because they didn't. It was like, yeah, I have a gold star. I didn't let the patriarchy force me into doing something I didn't want to do. And for gay men, like, oh, I didn't have to. I didn't have to trick a woman. I didn't have to lie about who I was. I didn't have to pretend uh, and so much to involve another person's body, right? I never had to do that. I think now it's kind of turned into this, yay, I never fucked a disgusting pussy or sucked a gross dick, right? Um, but the idea yeah. back then was like, you know, I, I have a gold star because I didn't pretend. I didn't, ha- I didn't give in to society's push. And it was a sense of pride. But now I think the term is being dissected as something different. It makes sense to me as a sense of pride of like, you know, it's really you're taking the opposite point of view as what you're being told of like, you know, it's wrong and a sin to sleep with other men or whatever Mm -hmm. people, the same sex. And so it's like, okay, well then I'm going to flip it and you get, you get a a gold star for the same thing you're told you're going to go to hell for. I get that. That makes a lot of sense. I also understand like, I understand how nowadays, I mean like, how to even have a gold star discussion with the gender conversation nowadays. No, like, you don't. I think it's right. just too nuanced. But I also feel like at the same time, then I think about, you know, when Rue and Michelle talk about, yeah, but the conversations we have alone in our living room, I'm like, girl, if y'all want to still give out gold stars, I there's something about maybe to your point about like gay history that I'm like, there are some things, maybe I'm a little nostalgic and maybe nostalgia has problems, but I'm kind of like, I don't want to get rid of it completely, but I think, um, I get how it 
it doesn't it's not in vogue anymore you know what i mean it's like you're wearing yeah. you're wearing boot cut jeans it's like you could wear boots. them but you look yeah but you know you look terrible boots you know <laughs> you can wear them but it, you look stupid you know yeah, but you want to wear yeah. them around the house go for it who am i to stop you you know right I'm a gold star boots. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we shouldn't be shaming people for having to be in the closet or for being bisexual or pansexual or trans. I think we could put that term to bed if we want to. But also, if you want to use it, let's not forget why it was created. I don't think it was created out of malice or hatred. It was created out of pride. And if someone uses it, I, I just don't think it's always because wit, like vaginas are disgusting. Right. I, I think that that term sometimes is used that way, which is why it sucks. Yeah, I, it's, you know, and it's just a very sort of um, not a very nuanced way of looking at things. I, I feel like I there I, I can tell it myself. I have no interest in having sex with someone with a vagina, but it's not because I think vaginas are disgusting. It's because I'm gay. It's because I'm very, very gay. I'm very oh. gay. I'm profoundly <laughs> gay. I'm as gay as Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. <laughs> So that's my feeling on the situation. Sasha Colby, yeah. Sasha Colby, yeah. Well, Mary, we have a, a second crop of queens. Um, in the midst of it all is uh, Armand Rizzo and Austin Wolf, otherwise known as Georges and Diabetti. Uh, yeah. And I'm excited to talk about them all. Uh, before we talk about them all, Mary, we did get a little bit of a segment of the first crop um, before before they all come out, uh, the, the new ones come out. Did you did you have any thoughts on this mirror wiping segment? Um, well, you know, I do want to thank June Jambalaya for bringing both Zatarans and Miss Sophia into the same talking head. I, you know, I appreciate, like, I just think the word, you know, I, I would love her to at some point say that she's going to jazz it up with Zatarans on the runway. That's all I'm asking for. Um, that's yeah. I think that was it. I mean, uh, there was a. I I kind of want to get a screenshot of when uh, Carrie, you know who, uh, turns the screen. And she says we're gonna blow the fuck up, and then she turns right to the camera, and it's like kind of cross-eyed. And I think there's a great uh -huh. kind of like that's a great Chad Cell painting if that were to still happen. You know, mm, Chad Cell. Oh God, I, I I miss Chad Cell. Although. You know, there's some great artists that have, you know, come after. But, man, Chad Sell's stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts on, no. on this old pack, or do you want to move into our... our oh, no, know. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. She's, She's ready. ready. Well, yes. Georges, little Latin boy in a dress, why are you pacing the workroom? <laughs> um, I mean, she pacing. She is full of oh, adrenaline girl. and no one to talk to. Oh, girl, I know. She was just this little bitty, bitty bum bum. I was just so yeah. taken by this little one. And, Mary, I know we're not supposed to be compare queens. You know, I'm writing that in the font. Oh, we're not supposed to wear, compare Whoa. queens. Whatever. Um, RuPaul does I, it this week. It's fine. But I'm just like, George is, oh, my God. Abby, oh, my God. Like, George is, <gasps> oh, my God. That's who it is. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting Abby, oh, my God. Little sister. Little sister yes. George's. Yes. Little sister George's. Ugh. Um, 
Yeah, I in terms of lookalikes, the only person I could think of that Georges looked like out of drag is there's some little there's and I don't even know if this is on Vine or what, but there was some viral video of a kid like really enthusiastically dancing at a baseball game and making really creepy faces. Oh and, yeah, I know him. <laughs> and and I wanted I was gonna post it, but like all the pictures were him like humping and lifting his shirt, and I was like, Ugh, no, 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 I don't feel good about this. Joke's not worth it. Uh, so it's it's been made. Um, yeah, yeah. So She's serving Deja. a little beady beady, you know. Uh, oh, you yeah. want to talk about Deja? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I just also want to call out that she, Georges refers to herself as hella chunty, hella bad bitch. And I, I was just so taken with her. And I hope she stays around for a while. So do we know what chunty means? Because I thought she said chuggy at first. And I was like, oh, you like Schitt's Creek? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you still watch The Office? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Chunti, as far as I know from my students back in the day, uh, was that it, it, it refers to something as Mexican, but it's also something mean to say as like an ugly boy. Oh, okay. All right. So All right. who knows? But who knows? Uh, if she's hella chunty, <laughs> if she's chuggy, I'm chuggy, by the way. I don't want to be shaming anyone's chugs. I just thought we were Clearly. getting, you know, I watch Shit's Creek. I know you don't. So you're not chuggy. You don't Mary, have a husband. Mary, I, I, I'm just going to pretend that I watched that show or have watched that show. It's, it's too late. It's I too know. late. Now. I know it is. I know that it is. And I just, I feel like, I, and I understand the resistance. And if I were you, I wouldn't watch it either at this point. If there's but no I, resistance. It's just, there's so much content and I don't want to be sitting in front of a screen anymore. There's so much content. And like people always say shit's Creek, shit's Creeks. They say, Oh, you have to get through the first season. And then some people are like, Oh, the first two seasons you have to get through. And I'm just like, what are you selling me? Like, I know it's great. I know all of the references. I know all of the good scenes. I know what happens at the end. I cried even watching that scene. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I, there's, I, I'll watch it when I watch it. Leave me alone. <laughs> and she slams her door in my face. Um, well, all right. I'm sorry I ever asked. Let's talk about Deja. Well, don't bring it up again. Yeah, if you ever bring, I swear to God, if you bring it up again. No, I know, I know. I'm a bad person. I know I did a bad thing. <laughs> We're just trying to let you know. Um, well, fine, fine. You can, you know, uh, continue to stare at the wall. But let's talk about Deja Sky, um, who's who's giving me fabulous but overworked DMV worker out of drag. But I say that with love. <laughs> uh, I, you know, she was fine walking in. Um, I, 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 I like Deja Sky. Uh, I'm going to call her Deja. Um, I liked her a lot, and I don't know. This wasn't her best episode. No, I uh, I do feel like uh, there's I mean, Deja is a great first name, but maybe Deja stone those tights or Deja Deja make that. You know what I mean? Like there's it's like an Anita, like Anita man, Anita Wiglet, uh, Deja stone those. Uh, uh, so Deja anyway, stone those. Yeah. Interesting. OK, that's funny. Just, you know, just a thought. Uh, next up, uh, Jasmine Kennedy, Jasmine Kennedy. What do you think of Jasmine? One New York queen. One New York girl. Uh, you know, she has this way of talking when she's excited that I find really adorable. You know that, like, I, I, I wish I could do it. It reminds me a little bit of Jan, sport. Uh, take a drink. Um, I just did. With, it's just like this kind of, like, toothy mouth. This kind of, like, I'm really excited. I, I, it's a little bit of... About? 
it's, it's a it's a little bit of Rue watching Fibology. There's a little bit of those teeth. Um, yes, it's this. I I don't. I I I. I it sounds awful in your ears right now, Mary. I and I don't. Maybe other people have picked it up on that kind of like I good. It's I don't know. There's this. Yeah. You're giving this, me my left foot realness right now, but there's like a uh, raised soft palate to sometimes how she talks, and I think she's adorable. Um, out of drag, I think she looks a little bit like room service. Um, so oh, can't go wrong. There. I I see that. I also uh, I see Elsa Shivers from a note you did last summer. <laughs> I that's the closest I've got. But there's also I think in the jaw and the teeth because it's the glasses and the hair is Elsa. Uh, also known as Bridget Wilson, but there's also like, doesn't she seem like she looks like a girl who played basketball in high school? Oh, yes. And it, I feel like it's either basketball or it's like, like volleyball, right? Or volleyball, or she's like someone's older brother who's on a swimming scholarship somewhere, you know, she Mm. looks like a swimmer, you know? Yeah. And she, she has to put all that hair under a Yeah. Yeah, mm. so there's a little bit of a bump. Yeah, Love that but for her. Yeah, yeah there's a but bump. she's very lithe in the water. Very lithe. Oh yeah, yeah, very, very lithe. She's got long limbs. Um, Maddie yeah. Morphosis comes in. We kind of already talked about this. Uh, I think on a Patreon episode we talked about how there was a meme going around how Maddie Morphosis, uh, this look represented 2022 in the evolution of Venus, uh, Delight, India, Farah. Prison Honey, and then Maddie Morphosis, but being like 2020, 2021, 2022. Yeah, if they were Prison Honey, this is house arrest. Um, <laughs> I also feel like Maddie kind of looks like Acid Betty in the Ruko's Empire Challenge. Oh, yeah. There's That's, a bit of that. I see that. I see yeah. that. You know, Tina Burner also was uh, kind of poking fun at Gia Gunn. Because uh, Gia Gunn was like, oh, my impact, right, with like Oh, right, the girls. door she opened, yeah. And so Tina Burner, of course, you know, parodied that and was like, oh, the doors I've opened for fake flame looks on oh. Drag Race. Oh, straight <laughs> for men, straight no? men. That's what she should um, And, yeah, and then, of course, you know, the, the the Got Mick reference of that when, you know, she's like, fuck my fake season or I love my fake season. Right. Uh, you know, it's ne- it's Nina West in her witch burning look being like, oh, I love this fake look. Right. Uh, yeah. These fake flames. Um, but yeah, no, Maddie Morphosis walks in, uh, you know, it was Guy Fieri. It was like, uh, I don't know yeah. how on the nose this is. Like it's too on the nose, which I, I have to laugh at. It was kind of like the a waitress at like Guy Fieri's like American Dream restaurant in Times Square or whatever. Okay. Or is, <laughs> okay. I think he has some kind of like, you know, um, one of those restaurants. And I feel like I could see Maddie being the hostess and being like, table for four, do you guys prefer a booth or do you want a high top? Um, I do like that George, there was, I, I just love the entire narrative in George saying, oh, I have some trade in Arkansas. I was like, tell me everything about oh, that. Yes. Yes. Uh, was it? Oh, uh, was Georgia's right? Yes. I was yeah. in Arkansas. I thought Maddie's quit back was like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. That was very yeah. funny. Yeah. Very but funny. like, and here we go, like right off the bat, though. And this it's not it's more subtle under the there's, there's that thing of like, oh, that's a kind of conversation like when a gay person or a queer says, I have some trade in Arkansas, you can hear the gay kiki or the queer kiki in that conversation. But it's like, uh-huh. oh, but what happens here when one of them's straight? And you know, I can he do it? Can he can he yeah. can he Kenny Volley? Kenny Volley. Yes, right. Yeah. 
you're going to be too faggy, you know, there's this fascination with straight men. And you know what? We got to check ourselves, Mary, as gay people. If you're listening, Mary, and you're doing the same thing, like, I don't know. We got to check ourselves a little bit. Is it us? (laughs) Well, girl, I'm just going to say this right now. If it's us, it's also RuPaul. Uh-huh. Because Rue acts different with Maddie this episode, and I, I can't wait to talk about it because it's that's when I just was like, I have to stand while I watch this episode because that <laughs> is so fascinating. Uh, I, I had to stand up. Uh, it was uh, so good. Uh, you know, you're right. You're right. We're like, oh, how is how, she going to do? Mm-hmm. How is she going to do here? What is she going to say? And, and the camera does not let us forget. That's no, the, the camera thing. corroborates so it our – yeah. yes. Right. It is the the gay gaze. Absolutely. There's a gay gaze on Maddie right now. And whether that's fair to her or not, I don't know. It's a new new thing on Drag Race. Very interesting. You know, say whatever you want, but it's new. And this is just one part of the story that they're telling. Like, however long Maddie's on this season, I think there's that, too, is, like, there were all the reactions – to the Meet the Queens and just the news of Maddie. And now there's the first episode in Untucked and you get a lot more context and you actually get to hear from Maddie more. And I feel like maybe some people's opinions have changed one way or the other, but either way, it's like, but the story is not done being told. And Mm-mm. it is making this season already more interesting for me because, well, yeah, it's it's bringing up some feelings. And I don't know, I don't hate that. It's I'm not bored, you know what I mean? I'm not sitting there looking at my phone. Mary, isn't that really what it is? Like, I'm actually not bored at having to think about this. I mean, some people are like, I'm angry. I have to think about it. It's like, okay, you know, be in your own feelings. But my feelings are that like, oh, what's going on? Am I attracted to Maddie? Am I attracted Uh to Maddie because he's straight? You know, like Uh all of these things. Well, Um, Am I ever going to call Maddie she? You know, I was just going to say, you you said he a few times and I was like, and I feel like other people have as well. And like, it's yeah. just, I, you know, I mean, yeah, I, th- would, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Would I do the dance around Maddie that I do around straight guys, right? Oh, Where I, I would. want to mm-hmm. please them or, or I'm, I'm keep looking to them to see how they respond or, you know, yeah. I, I want to make Maybe them laugh. But I want to keep them on their toes. Oh yeah. Right. Cause Rue does that with Maddie in the walkthrough and we'll, we'll mm. chat on that. But first Ugh. we get, you know, Jada meets Shelley Duvall. It's Angeria, uh, oh Van God. Michaels, J- Van Carmichael's, uh, <laughs> Van Cartier. Yeah, Van Cartier, uh, Love Hewitt. <laughs> uh, I got Jada and Bianca had a love child. Absolutely, absolutely. Two There's winners, just, and then here's my winner. Yeah, it's there. There's sort of a like Angeria kind of. There's a she has like an olive oil from Popeye quality as well. I think that's where the, the Shelley yes. Duvall comes out for me. There's just this kind of like kind of quality that I I kind of want to see her be olive oil, you know. But you know what? I think the best thing I learned from this uh, meet not meet the queens this entrance of Angeria's is that she's like, girl, I will ballad you to death. I can really, you know, bring them in, and I'm like, oh, she knows. A Angie. queen that can do a ballad and isn't mm-hmm. like, I'm a dancing queen. I can do splits. It's like, no, I do ballads. I'm like, you better fucking work, bitch. Granted, her talent show is not a ballad, but. No. Uh, <laughs> and but it she, shouldn't have been. Yeah. No, no. Uh, but we'll get to people playing boring uh, Oops. songs. Uh, anyway, I'm just, you know, it's just my high school baggage coming up. Don't worry. Um <laughs> 
So we get to, you know, my old neighbor in, in the sack, Lady Camden. Ooh. I feel like she, her head, like if it was just a silhouette, I wouldn't know if it was Lady Camden in the talking head or Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag. It's the same head Interesting. silhouette. Yes. It's this like, uh, uh, uh. I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. The hair and the big forehead. Uh-huh. Yep. Dick, 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 yeah. dick, dick. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm doing a movement right now that you Marys can't see, but it's very, uh, it's almost, uh, I don't know, the, the first reference I go to is like a blockhead from Gumby, but uh, that's not it. It's just like, I don't know. It's it's almost like the car wash person in a way where the head is very rectangular vertical. Yeah, and the hair kind of creates a very specific kind of shelf thing. Uh-huh. Anyway, in any event, Lady Camden uh, arrives, um, and I mean, she seems lovely. She does. She does. Yeah. Uh, Diabetti comes in. You betty. You betty. Be ready. Um, and I, the the one thing I just remembered about this is that. Yeah, she talked about Crystal Method and her bunk rock girl, 80s grunge kind of thing. Um, I love the rock star and a rock star's girlfriend at the same time. I thought she looked great. I love the bangs. It's very, you know, very apropos at this moment because of Scream and Courtney Cox and the bangs, as well as uh, that Jennifer Lawrence movie that just came out. Uh, oh, don't, don't look, look up. up. Don't look up at those the terrible bangs. bangs. The yeah. bangs. The Thanks. Um, there's uh, there's something that uh, Daya says, like she just, you know, because she knows Maddie. There's a lot that she has to show us a lot. Oh, and it was it was like, um, God, she's going to be a lot. She's going to be extra from season eight. Thorgy talking about acid. But of course, I went all straight to like, oh, my God, he has a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I went to. He has a lot to show us. And I was like, oh, my God, the straight guy is a big dick, everybody. Oh, my God. Um, so Daya, I'm getting in terms of, you know, who they look like, I'm getting Jason Siegel at a locks for love event. Mm. Uh, also, and this doesn't seem literal, but there's something about Daya out of drag that is giving me Shailene Woodley. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, okay. So Mary, I, I can't believe I'm doing this on the podcast and Mary in advance that's listening. I'm so sorry that I didn't like talk to you about this, but we have a listener. I'm not going to name him outright, but we have a listener who looks like diabetes out of drag. Uh, Do you know? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. I didn't even want to say his name because I just want to make sure it's okay, but I cannot unsee it. And I made, I I made a a side-by-side comparison on my phone just to make sure. And I was just about to send it to him on Instagram. And then I was like, I don't know. I don't, I've never, I've only met him twice, you know, or once. Right. Right. Well, maybe, (laughs) and maybe we'll save it for Patreon. And that's where we can also talk about who Angeria looks like out of drag. Okay, great. Yes, 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 yes. No, that sounds great. I can't say that. Yeah. Um, Um, But Mary, if it's you, Mary, and you know that we're talking about you, let us know. Uh, because I think you know. I think you know that you look like Daya out of drag. I think so. Yeah, I think you know. <laughs> I think you know. And you're very attractive. Let's just get that out of the way. Yes. Like, it, like Daya is very attractive out of drag. Yeah, you look like Shailene Woodley. <laughs> you look like Ziggy Chapman's mom. Uh, what's her name? Trist. Uh, uh, Tris. No, Tris from those... Those uh, post-apocalyptic. Oh, she's in those like divergence. Movies. Yeah, she's yes, in divergent. those divergence. Yeah, she's yeah, divergent. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, great movies. Yeah. Um. Well, great movies because of what's his Ashley face? Judd. Uh, no. Well, Ashley's 
She's great. No, the, the really hot guy with the lips. Oh, do you mean... Um, Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. So, Mary, this Tic Tac photo challenge... Poor I, Albert. Okay, before... <laughs> Poor Albert is right. But before we get into it, since we just had a Patreon episode on America's Next Top Model, I just want to call out the top model reference here. When the models were in Greece, and this was Isis's season, I believe, um, when they went to Greece, they had to pose in a Greek salad. And they had oh, like oil that. all over them. Oh my God. That sounds... Was it like huge pieces of lettuce or just lots of lettuce? It was huge pieces. It was kind of like artistically done. And, yeah, you know, like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in a way. Uh-huh. And they're like in yes. a salad. Yeah. Yes, it was like that. Yes. Oh, I love so I just that. wanted That's to call fun. that out. Yes. I would probably do something fun with an olive, you know? Oh, I don't think that that's what you're supposed to do on Top Model. I'm a broken doll. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mary, I I just want to say RuPaul, this RuPaul was doing out of drag what RuPaul normally does in drag. Yeah, uh, this was I mean, RuPaul, of course, it's RuPaul acting, which I love. Yes, I feel like there is some sort of cosmic connection here because I, I also feel like in this moment, RuPaul is going not just Mommy Dearest, full Faye Dunaway. Mm. And I believe this episode aired on Faye Dunaway's birthday. And so I'm just saying, <laughs> there's levels. Um, but it's she, like she, full Faye here. She wanted abundance of Tic Tacs a lot. Like she kept saying abundance of Tic Tacs, abundance of Tic Tacs. I was getting Mommy Dearest... And then she gave us Nancy Kerrigan, but she also gave us Mimi I'm First during the Queens in Space Challenge. Oh, when she eventually has her her screaming moment. Yes. Yes. Um, but I, the, Which is Nancy Kerrigan, but it sounded like Mimi I'm First. I just love, I mean, the nuances matter. And so when Rue says, I mean, we had that conversation, Albert. When you use <laughs> someone's name that is so bitchy. This is really not what I asked for, Albert. Yeah, she and, does and say I, Albert. Mm. Yeah, and the, and the disappointment. There's like a moment where she like says, mm, something's wrong here. And she stares and then looks down and then pauses and then walks over. And it's like, oh. And I love that of all the people it has happened to, it's poor Aunt Deja. And yeah. she just does. I, I feel like she got dragged on stage at a, at a drag show and she has no idea what's about to happen to her. <laughs> Aunt Deja. Yeah. Aunt Deja. Uh, I, I was enjoying Deja's uh, poses, actually, before she was stopped. Yeah, well, and thank God. I mean, because I also feel like I was getting the sense of, like, five poses in. She was like, I don't know what else you want me to fucking do with this. Like, <laughs> I, I'm at ideas here. So there's probably a bit of a relief of, like, oh, God, thank you. Um, yeah, there's more to do, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this This mini challenge was really fun it was uh kind of vintage drag race in a way i liked kind of how unhinged rupaul was everybody was having fun here uh there wasn't anything shady uh except for maybe the santino hat moment but for me georges for the win here like georges was hilarious and i know angeria was great but georges all of the the britney spears pose and then the pit crew the pose she was just right there with rupaul I can see why Georgia's has trade in Arkansas because the way she arched that lower back, I mean, that's what you might call a tooch, Mary. Oh, she was ready. 
She was ready. It was fully gaped. It was just like, you know, the lips open. That's what that pose does. Yeah, no, she she looked great. I loved how it was just like, oh, Britney Spears. Oops. Um, yeah. And I uh, love Georgia's that idea. Gorgeous. I love that idea from Rue of like, okay, here's a little party game I'm going to play with you. Mm. Show me your response in in your pose. Like, that's so, like, let me just get right to the punch if you're in on the joke. You know what I mean? If you're quick. Yeah. If you can, if, if you can play the game I want to play. It's such a, I, I, I love that. I'd love to see more of that, like, you know, interpreted it with a pose, you know? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Daya, uh, she said, show me shy pussy. Shire. Uh, not so shy pussy. Uh, I don't know. The prompts were helpful in how playful this was. It reminded me of season six when she was uh, being a photographer with the top four. And, yes. you know, not bark like a dog. And it was, yeah, I... <laughs> And I think though in that one he was I think he was wearing a kimono for some reason or like some oh, sort of no. weird like Japanese pajamas. Oh um, no, you better don't. We yeah. we learned our lesson in season eight with the kimonos. Yeah, uh, yeah. If well, we I you know I, I learned on and just like that, it's not cultural appropriation; it's cultural appreciation. <laughs> and just I'm like that, I'm wearing a sorry. Glad you're. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm glad you're learning from that show. Man. Yeah, I'm it's learning. A great show a lot. to learn from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, it's Jay Diaz. What can I say? Uh, I do a lot of pot. <laughs> I do a lot. I do a lot. I do a lot of pot, Mary. I do, I do a, a lot, lot of, pot. of pot. I am. Done a lot of pot. I've done a ton of pot. That's what she says. I've done, done a, a ton, ton of pot. pot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Che is setting us back in so many ways. Oh, um, God. Marijuana <laughs> is not going to be legalized because of this. That's what's happening here. This is my problem. I don't care about all the other stuff. I don't care about the comedy concert. I'm just worried about the terrible representation of weed in this show. Oh God! Done a ton of weed. That's I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about the terrible representation of a podcast host, Mary. Come on. Oh, I mean, uh, like I love that people are like, who would listen to this podcast? I wouldn't. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I would not. I still don't understand why they added Carrie to a podcast instead of Carrie having her own podcast, a la like Dan Savage. She had her own column, books. Yeah. She should have her own podcast. Why are anyway, sorry. Yeah. I'm grabbing why, my purse now. Why you know, is she playing third dress. banana to this to this right. non binary monster with diverticulitis and the other guy we were not even gonna talk about? Oh no, we can't talk about him. But yeah, no, this this her her boss that smokes pot in her kitchen and does shots with her friend while she's recovering and then anyway I'm yeah I'm, I'm okay she doesn't smoke pot okay with she how... does a ton of weed oh she, she does a ton does of weed yeah weed. she doesn't smoke pot um <laughs> so anyway <laughs> well, right, we get Mary. back to the workroom back yeah and <laughs> just like do. that we we got to get back to the workroom <laughs> we've talked about the gold star chat speaking of things that you know, maybe didn't age well, but uh, then we get these. Uh, I guess, as you'd say, I mean, really, the influence is is in is in me now. We get a couple of go sees with RuPaul mm. and the girls because they got to go yes. see her at a table. That's right. It's a go see. That's right, Mary. That's it. Yep. That's uh, it. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> we need that on we, the soundboard. We do one yeah. Patreon on Next Top Model, and all of a sudden, she's saying go sees. You know. Yes. Yes. Thank God. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like me only having seen like a handful of episodes of Shit's Creek, and uh, oh, you know, oh, but let's not get into it. I mean, I don't want to. We might have to 
call it quits for the day. Just um, to be clear, it's not because I don't want to. I just want to be clear. I, I love Catherine O'Hara. Love Dan Levy. Like, I want to watch it. Anyway. What if done. what if it was kind of like with the Housewives where like, you just had curated clips? Would that be satisfying? You've given me curated clips. My friends have given me curated clips. I've, I've, one, uh, something I quote often, sign the fucking contract. Like I say that, and I do the smacking in the air. I do that. It, it's, not, it's not lost on me, Mary. Anyway. I don't know that quote. Um, wow. I think that's from okay. Dexter. Um. No, it's not from Dex. It's not Dex. All right. So, uh, yes, the first one is Angeria, and they are having the best time together let's to name Atlanta it right Queens. away yeah. <laughs> angie is a goddamn goose a yes. goose like when she goes i sung in the choir i was like and <laughs> it's done goose uh, goose. goose she says because in the south when you want a name to sound more special you add an i in front of the a <laughs> oh she, i mean she is like the personification of sweet tea with a spoon in it i just <laughs> love angie uh, just peachy. Yeah, I'm totally into her. I think yeah. she's so, so sweet. Um, then we get Daya. Um, and, you know, this week we learn about Daya being a diabetic. And <laughs> Is your blood sugar low? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Don't joke about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, uh, yeah, we learn about her diabetes. We learn about her, um, you know, that she's going to do a lip sync to Pink, which, I mean, I'm with Rue, like a lip sync yeah. to Pink. We've actually seen that on this show already, you know? Uh, her name's yeah. Jocelyn Fox, you know? Exactly. You know, there are Pink songs to do. I think, like, you know, Glitter in the Air. She could have done something mm-hmm. very kind of artistic and brought the the talent show down to more of a serious note. But obviously they want the energy up. Daya picked Get This Party Started. Uh, shout out to Sister Mary Topher who texted me on Friday night, basically, uh, I think he heard a drag queen at um, Albatross say, it's it's very brunch. <laughs> you yeah, know? it is. It's very brunch. I also, I mean, you want to talk about, like, who should have done this song is Maddie. <laughs> I'm coming out, so we better get this party started. I would have leaned the fuck in, and I would have done it, I'm coming out. I would have... I would oh, because it's, you... it's I'm coming up. Sorry. I just wanted to be. Uh, that's the lyric is I'm, oh, coming, it's, I'm up. coming up. I've always yes. thought it was I'm coming out. Oh, wow. Mr. No, Mr. in the video, she's on the bottom of like uh, an apartment building. And so I'm coming up. So you better get this. Party oh, started. wow. Yeah. That's like 15 years of my life. I've just been a fool. I'm, well, well, but wouldn't that be so campy that's or right. not campy, but like crazy if Maddie was doing I'm coming out. I want the world to like just yep. like throwing it in everybody's faces. Just kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It would come be out with all the rock. straight stereotypes. Like, yes. Pantomime like, oh, wipings for fags, you know, like lean the fuck in, you know. Um, my ass is for shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have like a little like thing on the back of your shirt that says "My ass is for shit," and or, or oh a little thing God. that says "Exit only." You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, could you imagine if, and and if they just got it right? I don't know right. to be the straight drag queen. There, that's a actually a gold mine of satire. And and I there was um I did a bunch of clips on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. All right, Mary Pod, uh, of Maddie turning around and doing the the straightest guitar intros 
I think you put it as a story. You should post That's it as what a I post. Did. Yes. Okay. You should. We should. I did. You know, because uh, those stories go away. Um, well, you know, I'm, sometimes these jokes should just kind of go away. You know, they're so stupid. <laughs> Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. <laughs> Mary. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Colby. Yes. Sasha Colby. Um, uh, by the way, spoiler alert, I just saw Scream, and you know who the uh, the killer is, right? Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. I guess I should have known there's a killer on the poster. Um, Such a Colby. So Maddie, I mean, Maddie could have done this, like her, the guitar thing and really leaned in and did something so like John Mayer, you know, or that really annoying guy at the party that like gets all the, the women you know, to sit around. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think there was an to... SNL sketch about it once, or a Mad TV sketch. So funny. But... Yeah, wear like a beanie cap, you know? Yeah, like, I, right. Yeah. Um, right. Drop your hacky sack by accident. Yep. And, and of course, it kind of, you know, supports what she then says later of like, you know, people think there's only one way to be straight. And so I feel like we'll start with like, here's all the ways you think that, you know, I could only exist. Because, um, I mean, that is kind of, I think, in terms of what's interesting is, like, to be fair, I mean, we're making all of these jokes, but, like, there is that moment of, like, oh, but I guess there is some, like, truth in that I don't really see an other way to be straight. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's fun to lean into joking about, like, Maddie being uber straight. I think Alaska posted something on, on Instagram where she was, like, fully dressed as Maddie in her Meet the Queens look. And was oh like, my God, yeah, I mean, I just I don't want them to make me have to, like, do anything gay or anything, you know? Um, totally. And, totally. And I love that. I think that's so funny. But Me too. Um, me too. And you know what? I feel like Maddie, I think Maddie's there. I think she is yep. down with it. I think she totally gets it there was i think um, she has to be i think she has yes. to be if she's going to do this you know right oh totally and you know people are wanting to paint maddie as the victim here and i'm like maddie's in on the joke guys maddie's been doing this you know what i mean it's not like she just started doing drag right right like, just because it's the first time a lot of people are meeting her is not it's not like the it's the first time she's ever been you know in a gay club or at a pride parade or at, you know performing you know in a room where she could be probably one of the only straight people like it's not her first time at this rodeo which i know is such a straight term you know yeah and you know you have to get over this hump maybe you know the hump of like this difference or this calling you know calling out the elephant in the room the straight elephant in the room right first before we can see any other art that maddie wants to make because i'm sure she you know has another perspective i just think it's it's like the rupaul kind of gospel of rupaul it's like well you have to Go to what's obvious first, because that's funny. Right, right. Um, well, let's. I think all that being said, let's scoot into this into this talent show. Um, okay, did, I, I was gonna say there was was there any more nuance about RuPaul talking to, uh, you know, to Maddie in talking to a straight guy? You mentioned that earlier. Oh yes, excuse me. You're right. I. I think I wrote this. Maybe it's later in the... Oh, here it is. Yes. Thank you. Um, I feel like you can see it in the table talk with with Maddie that RuPaul kind of shifts into the same tone he has when they would have, like, the straight male guests um, for the makeover challenge, you know? Or when they do secret celebrity drag race with guys mm-hmm. on the show. Um Fun fact, one of the guys on Secret Celebrity Drag Race was in Shit's Creek, that show you love. Um, and 
Um, and, you know, and I feel like even when you see Rue on like Jimmy Fallon and stuff like that, there is a sort of somewhat, it's somewhat guarded and he's a little bit more clever and he's a little bit more, the, the jokes are a little bit more biting. And mm. I feel like it's this like subconscious, unconscious thing that Rue is doing of like, let me just kind of make sure that rock beats scissors. You know what I mean? Let me just assert oh. myself. Let me just, you know, uh, kind of tighten my corset a little bit. And I feel like what the, an example of this with Maddie was obviously, you know, Rue makes the obvious joke of like, oh, are you afraid this is going to turn you gay? And I was like, okay, Rue, all right. You know, uh, let talk about things that like <laughs> boring. Most obvious, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. But when Maddie's talking about doing drag and like how, you know, she got into it and then Rue says, yeah, and you had the cheekbones. It's such a like flippant thing that is said in a tone that is much more reserved than if he was talking to a gay person mm. well and i that's actually a pretty funny joke right it's like well don't talk about that talk about you're a beautiful woman right like oh i mean it's it's I, it's a great response it's just it's there is a sort of terse kind of slightly closed off quality that i'm just picking up in rue and it's not that she doesn't like maddie i just feel like this is I'm seeing the effect of of a straight contestant that it does make a difference. Good, bad, or indifferent, it makes a difference. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I did. It was not lost on me. Maddie says something like, "Oh, you know, it's great to be a part of a community that's built around love and acceptance." It was very J. Jolie walking into Dragula season four. Oh, all of these Dragula girls are nice. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. the the fandom <laughs> has other things to say about love and acceptance. Well, yeah, and and it's, you know, I feel like, especially now that we've seen this first episode and Untucked, like, I feel like I'm now looking back at some of the responses I, I still think are, are kind of hyperbolic, but again, kind of feeling like, yeah, I, especially when they get to Untucked and they're having the, and I don't want to jump so far ahead, but like, when it gets to conversations that we see this week and we'll see in future weeks about the queer experience, when we get to social justice corners, there is, I feel like inevitably going to be a moment like with Lady Camden in Untucked and she goes, oh, sorry, we're not trying to leave you out. And it's like, well, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have no, to Maddie do that. knows you don't have to do that. Yeah. But I mean, the, I think you you never even have to consider that issue in previous seasons or other situations without a straight person. I think in this, it's like, sure, maybe you don't have to do that, but I'm not going to act like I wouldn't feel the same way that like, oh, there is an elephant in the room. You know, we have to at least acknowledge that we're having a, a communal conversation that you are uh, an observer and an ally of, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, it's an interesting thing to, Kind of always keep in mind. Um, back to these uh, go sees. I, I one thing I did notice as kind of a theme, just as like a Act One gun, if you will. Um, this idea that you have to give the talent show act a twisted edge. She says that to Maddie. She says to uh, uh, I think it was Lady Camden that you got to drag it up. You can't just ballet is kind of boring. You got to like make it something different. Um, same thing with Daya, right? Like, what are you going to do to tell us about you? There's always this, there was this theme of, well, what else? Like, what are we going to learn? What, how is it going to be different? How is it going to stand out? And I just wanted to set that up uh, because I do have thoughts on some of these uh, acts uh, that are right around the corner. And I forgot that I, I was jumping ahead to trying to get to the show because lest we forget, we get a socially distanced visit from Alicia Keys through the mirror. 
Oh my um, god! I mean, it was like somebody said Alicia's five na- Alicia Keys's name five times in a mirror, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she'll and and then she'll appear and be totally stoned because she does a ton of weed. Um, but she definitely seemed a little stoned. But I was thinking when they were talking to her through the mirror, I was thinking, what if they couldn't hear her? And the whole time they're like, wait, I'm sorry, what did she say? What should we do? That we should give it the this ears? girl's in a mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can't hear you, Alicia. <laughs> oh, God. They're talking to a girl in the mirror. That's where I was. <laughs> I was just like, oh, God, they, is she going to sing some songs in a mirror? Uh, I, I just I went I went hog on these mirrors has two faces kind of puns. I was like, they put her in the mirror. I mean, I know that they were referencing season two of All Stars, and I think they said it was Alicia's idea, and I'm just like, okay, maybe it was. Uh, But man, she needed to take a long, hard look at herself in that mirror. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I... uh... I think Alicia regretted this entrance upon reflecting. You know what I mean, Mary? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, (laughs) It's Alicia through the looking glass. (laughs) I'm glad you've got these prepared, Mary, but I see right through you. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Well, everybody was safe. Everybody was socially distanced. Um, Mm -hmm. What did you think about Otherwise, it'd be seven years of bad luck, you know? (laughs) Cracked. Um, Yes. Uh, God. Uh, I don't think that she said anything shattering, though. So, uh, no. no. Um, A little edgy, but, uh, you know, her tone is a little pointed. But anyway. These these jokes are going to be pained, Mary. Um, I. Sorry, that was really bad. That was, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Where's my sound effect? Yeah. (laughs) Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. It's the only one I got. <laughs> got it. You know, I, uh, I, I do think it was interesting because she was like, you know, it's not, let's not hold back. Be as powerful as we want to be. This is your moment. How special and amazing. And then she says, go smash the whole situation. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of Electra Fa- Fence on Drag Race UK season three. Go out. Go smash it. Smash the world. Hit it. Be your smash it. And show the world be it i felt so bad for alicia here because it must have just been very awkward you know yeah it it was it was it's very like it's like you're you're looking at the baby after she's it's been born in the little in the little crib in the glassed in room and you're like oh my god there she is baby alicia i mean mean, that's beautiful but there's also this i mean speaking of prison honey (laughs) yeah yeah, this was very uh, – she was, like, standing there like Hannibal Lecter just waiting. Yeah. yeah. The man I want in you the to next eat. cell. What did he say to you? Oh, what did he say what to you? Say? <laughs> and they all look at Maddie. What did you say, yeah. Maddie? <laughs> they need to see our CNT. Yes, your CNT. I can That's smell your right. CNT. <laughs> I need to see your CNT. Oh, God, yes. Uh, <laughs> eat this competition with <laughs> – Baba beans and a nice candy. Yes, take this thing back to Baltimore. Yeah. Um, I I can't. Well, let's talk about this talent show, Mary. Uh, I I gotta say, it started off super strong, and then ended super strong. Well, yes, we kick things. That's off. the nicest way I could put it. It's uh, it has peaks, it has valleys. Um, 
we start off with Georges just churning butter on that stage. Mm. I I remember when I was in kindergarten, and I could be getting some of these details wrong, but I know that at one point we sat in a circle and we passed around a mayonnaise jar full of like cream and salt, and we shook it. And the idea was by the end we'd have butter. And I just think that if Georges was holding a mayo jar full of cream and salt, he'd have butter by the end of this performance. I mean, she looked absolutely stunning. I it was perfection. I I I couldn't. This was such a strong start to the talent show she was so fucking hot and sexy and then we get rupaul just ending it with yes bitch yes bitch i think she's been watching drag race thailand i don't want to say nothing but i think she has a wow presents login and she's been watching season two of drag race thailand oh thank fucking you um the impact of pangina heels my god um no this this was great yeah churning butter turning water into wine i mean it was uh, she could have done anything on that stage looking like that and i probably would have still been impressed if i'm if i'm being totally honest well let's not forget she's got trade in arkansas girl like for a reason <laughs> got it um, um well that that brings us to who's next jasmine kennedy you know i got to say I think it really sucks that she went after Georges because Jasmine was fabulous. I thought she was great. But to go right after Georges, even though she did a backflip into a split, it was kind of like, oh, we we just sort of saw this, right? Yeah, it was a bit of the same. And so, you know, and, and there there were a fair number of, of lip syncs, you know, and, and dancing. The, the the range of talent was not wide, certainly. So I I definitely like the first batch, I think, more than this batch in terms of the talent show and what they brought. Yeah, I was trying to I was thinking about that. I, I feel like I I feel like on second watch the first one I was like, Oh, this isn't that strong. Mm. I don't know. I, I think overall to be totally honest, I think the talent shows were like B plus overall with a couple A plus performances, but when I say a couple, I mean like two. Yeah, two across all fourteen. Uh huh. I, I get what you mean. Um, Diabetti, Diabetti. It was. I mean, at least she had props. Um, yeah, I mean, but it it was very much. Uh, I I feel like the there's a a gift to be made of Angie hesitantly applauding Dia, and mm. I think it really summed it up of like. Okay, well, um, I had a, I had a. Speaking of kindergarten, I had a birthday party at McDonald's once. It reminded me, got of it. Birthday um, parties are real good. Drugs yeah, are bad. Drugs yeah. are bad. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do drugs. Um, so Lady Camden, they praised the fuck out of this. I think it was Ross who was like, "Oh, you threw away your, your point shoes, and then you danced it in heels, and that's dragging it up," and. I got to say, you know, she wore the heels, she pointed to her boobs and made a few faces, but otherwise I was so disappointed in this performance because I think it was such a missed opportunity for a red dress reveal and the iconic turns at the end. And if nobody knows what I'm talking okay, about, I'm talking I was about a, center stage. Thank you. That was my next question is why do I know this and why do I not like it in the way that I know it? And it's because it's from center stage. Mary, center stage is going to be a future Patreon. We just got a request for it. I got it on Instagram. God we have it. to talk about it. It is so 
it, it's worth the discussion. Maureen is so bad in that movie. And 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 Zoe Saldana is so good. Uh, Donna Murphy is Do- impeccable. I know. Um, There's Donna Murphy. Oh, God, Debbie Monk is in it. Debbie Mary. Monk. I know. I know. I, the, the chocolate and peanut butter of the Broadway world. Donna Murphy is Best Debbie Best supporting Monk. actress, Cooper Nielsen's Bulge. Mary, it, you are, we, we, are, we will talk about Center Stage on a future Patreon episode, but... But we so will not watch Shit's Creek. Uh-huh. Here's my rant. I just feel like I I understand that maybe Lady Camden was like, well, I didn't want it to be an impression of Center Stage. I wanted to do my own thing, right? I just feel like this could have been even more dragged up. It's a drag show. The people that knew the references wanted the references. And if you didn't know the references, we wouldn't know you were doing an impression, and we would have been impressed with a red dress reveal or those iconic turns at the end. And so, I don't know, I, I was waiting for something to happen that didn't happen, and that's what distracted me during Lady Camden, which is unfortunate because I'm, I know she did very well. Yeah, I mean, I think that RuPaul made a very interesting point uh, that, you know, he's seen ballet in the past and has been kind of bored. I'm assuming he includes the season five ballet challenge. Um, did he include Brooklyn Heights in that? Because she I, did that almost ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah. So really a, a, quite a subtle dig. Um, you know, I remember Alyssa Edwards and Coco Montrese really uh, brought their feud to life. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so I think that, yeah, certainly it was smart to kind of, I think the concept, maybe that's what they were really excited about was like, I hear everything you're saying, but it's like, thank you for not just doing ballet. You know, I think yeah, there's that of like, getting the assignment of like the ideas, you got to put a spin on it. And even if the spin doesn't fully turn, so to speak to, you know, dance terms, you know, center center stage. Um, I, I think that the intention, no, me do a PK turn. That's right. Sorry. I had to go there. Go ahead. Yeah. Thrust it, thrust it, (laughs) thrust it. Oh, and the way the music just, uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, I I think that the intention, the the thought behind it was <clears throat> was more in line with what they were looking for than just like I'm just going to do a lip sync to Pink because you guys haven't seen that before, right? Oh, and there was a lot of talent here. I don't get me wrong, like what she did technically was great. I think it the the critique that they gave other queens, I think also applied to Lady Camden. It's just that she did it more than the others, so she didn't get as much of that critique. Well, and then when you have, I mean, Deja Sky, uh, whose performance was cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Uh, did you stone those tights? Yeah. Did you really think that was going to be enough? Uh, you know, I think what I was hoping in terms of, like, expectations was she was going to do this setup of, like, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then she was going to bust out this incredible cheer routine, and yeah. she was going to just, like, bust it out. And I thought, well, that would be really funny, and it would be – you know, surprising and would at least be more than like, oh, okay, you did you did what you showed us you were going to do. Okay, great. You know? Put this in the bank of acts that when there's no music behind you, you're probably not going to do well. Because it allowed the editors to even put, you know, shady music and rattles behind you. Mm-hmm. They, she, she needed music behind her. She there, This needed to be a little bit more... Uh, Unless it was like totally polished, like a Bianca Del Rio comedy act, right? Um, but I don't think that's what she was going for. I like that it was 
different and funny and draggy. Um, and let me tell you, just spoiler alert, I'm so happy she's staying because I love her. Um, I, it was just oh. a, it was it was awful to yeah. watch these two be in the bottom together, and I'll get to that when I get to that because I do think there was somebody else that it would have been a gag to see her be in the bottom. <laughs> I mean, well, let's you know we we have let's said a lot about, about Maddie. Yeah. You know, I'm going to send you a picture because you know this is you know one of those references that I don't know, hopefully someone else is getting. But Maddie in this look is giving me sort of a later career Ruth Roman, and I am sending you a picture of her now. Um, oh, interesting. Looks like she's yeah. recording a podcast in this picture. But those aren't Oh, headphones. no, that's a that's a broom a or something. It's a hat. Um, but, I mean, I, there's just – there's something about her. It's a little Ruth Roman. It's a little lesbian aunt playing at a local bar. Mm. It's – I – I mean, I love that Carson was like, I don't know what St. John's is, but St. John's for H&R Block. It was that. It was like, I love like corporate casual drag, but like who who was this woman, you know? <laughs> well, there was a Joan Jett kind of I love rock and roll quality to it. There was a Joanne was... Jett. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Joanne Jett. That's so well said. Yeah, I agree that that <laughs> it was it was <laughs> almost like sh there was no joke there. There was no yeah. joke. There's no joke. And like, I don't, and you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Um, I don't care that you broke your elbow. No, that's a vine. Um, I, uh, I don't think that she actually played with her tongue. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah. I think I, those I, fingers. I, yeah. No matter what, it didn't matter. I, it wasn't even enough. It, it wasn't uh, going to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it wasn't enough. I got to say, I think it would have been cool if Maddie like did an homage to glam rock and did like some sort of kiss look or, you know, something like that. But glam rock had more energy and better outfits. It was just so it was such an odd choice to do like a ballad, slow soul blues. Yeah. Yeah. I just I was like, what Philadelphia wine bar are you playing in right now? You know, Ouch. like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely, but it's not Drag Race, right? You know what? Yeah. And what you know what? Astoria I'm... Italian restaurant are you playing in? I'll, pl I'll mm. keep it local, you know. Yeah, and she—it's not to say that she can't play the guitar, you know. She can, and I'm, I'm sure she did many times in her room for a girl. Uh, yeah, that's a straight that joke. he wanted to uh, sleep with. Um, <laughs> well, and you know, just as a point of comparison in terms of seeing someone play an instrument. No, I'm not talking about detox smacking paint on a drum pad, but mm. Trixie played her little harpsichord. Yeah, that's a more interesting instrument to watch. She also wrote the song, and the song was pretty powerful lyric-wise. Uh, oh, and she I'm didn't win. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it was bad, but I think that was safe, and it was also an example of, like, it's not that you can't play an instrument, but I think the twist is, like, it's – it's the fact that it's her own song. It's the fact that like it's a harpsichord. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's there's you kind keep of saying a, a harpsichord, but it. Uh, anyway, sorry, it's not, it's I, I'm not, I'm sorry. Fine. I'm getting under your fingernails. What's it called? <laughs> I thought it was called a harpsichord. I'm sorry. It, I brought well, up Shit's Creek. Is, uh, I said harpsichord. No, okay. Hang okay. me by it's my okay. thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, What's it's it fine. I I don't even really know the, the 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 term that she used, but a harpsichord is more of a piano oh, without sure. a sustain pedal. 
Yeah. Um, so it's so like this was more of like strings. a this was like a xylophone, I think, that she had or a keytar. Oh God, you're killing me, Mary. You're <laughs> Just, killing me. You're doing this on purpose. Well, yeah, because I don't know the answer, so I'm going to lean into what I don't know. Um, so uh, let's talk about Angie, who, much like Cornbrebs, basically does the last challenge of the season first. I mean, isn't this kind of what it all comes down to? Is like, can you put a song together and, you know, have a single out at the end of the season? Mm. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I loved this act. I thought it was funny. I loved the energy. And I like Cornbread's track more. But I know we're not supposed to compare, compare queens. Well, I mean, I... I I wonder if we will see both of them doing this. I mean, I'm sure we will. There'll be another music challenge before the end of the season. But I don't know. There, it, it, there's something kind of strategic about leading with, hey, here's a song that I wrote and produced and choreographed and put a whole number together to versus like making a balloon animal to pink, you know? Mm, a balloon animal to pink. I don't know. I feel like that could have been really entertaining. <laughs> Could have been. If it was more of a, a balloon animal. I don't know. Didn't we see a balloon animal on Drag Race before? Who made a balloon animal, right? Yes, we did. We did. I'll start. Uh, it was down under. Um, I think it was Ketamine oh. did it. Oh, yes. 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 Ketamine um. like made a snake. Um, Mary, just just because it just came to me, auto harp. Solve it? Auto, auto harp. harp. Well, so I think my brain, I, under, I got harp. Yeah, I got part harp. of it. You know, sure. no, and she oh, was Mary, playing I'm not shaming that, chords. Like, she was playing chords, so there was harps and chords. I mean, I you know, just uh, Your Honor, this is my evidence. <laughs> hey, and you know what, Mary? Uh, I think it's okay for everybody to be wrong, and there's no shame. I don't like when people are shaming when anybody is wrong. It's all good. But well, I, I learned I, from the reason reading. I stopped you. The re I learned from reading. The reason yeah. I stopped you is because I was like, no, it's not a harpsichord. And then I couldn't think of the term. And then I was like, oh, auto harp. Okay. Sorry. Auto harp. Yeah. Tangent over. Um, I think Angie was the last one, right? Well, check. I mean, I got to say, if you're going to brand yourself, like, that's what, I mean, that was fabulous. With the check, classic, check. Yeah. You know, glam, yeah. check. Love it all. And the she did a wig reveal. Well, the fact that she did a whole costume reveal, she went into the smoke and then came out with, you know, in a new costume. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen that before. I mean, it was it was great. And and I love that she was that like polished and that like fierce and she's giving me olive oil, you know? Like yes, I just yes. love that that dichotomy. Yes. I'm waiting for the she walks into the smoke. Is she going to breathe in there? Um, right. She yeah. Can she breathe from there? Um, <laughs> Does she need the paper bag? Do we need to get the right, paper bag? Right. Uh, anyway, get your life, bitch. RuPaul was enjoying that one, and RuPaul enjoyed George's. Uh, that's that's my takeaway from this. Well, you know, we get to some critiques, and as I said before, I think it's okay to compare queens now because RuPaul has openly said that Jasmine is the the love child of. Uh, Edie What's Her Snakes and Alyssa Edwards. And I was like, well, mm. if mama can do it, you know, it can't be rules for me, rules for thee. I think it's fair game, you know? Oh, so so now we can we can engage in fracking? Okay. Oh, ap oh I've been fr I've been fracking as we speak. I'm fracking. You should <laughs> the see my back is going on, Mary. Yeah. I'm <laughs> uh, this bitch doesn't even have here. skates on. Who said that? Who said this yeah. bitch doesn't even have skates on? Was that was Carson? 
I think yes, Carson was wowed by the fact that that Jazz was do Jazz. We're not a, we're not a name basis because she's a New York <laughs> girl. Um, but Jazz uh, did all these uh, ice skating moves with no skates. So got it. Um, I I think we can kind of add any thoughts on the deliberations on any of these looks. Is there anything you want to call out here? Well, I mean, this is just another example of RuPaul with a straight man when RuPaul's like, oh, you know, how do you play the guitar with your penis? And it was like, oh, oh, we're oh. being canceled. That's such a thing that would RuPaul would only play that joke with a straight guest. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. It, I, I think that if it was with a with a, a gay person or queer person, there'd be it'd be more of talking to the queen as if she were a quote unquote woman. And I feel like RuPaul talks to Maddie as if it's a man in a dress. Oh, interesting. No, that uh, yeah, that's very interesting. And Maddie came out also kind of looking like she was in a costume, not like she was doing an illusion in a way. So I think that also kind of, I mean, it was an illusion. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah. this I, glamazon thing. It wasn't in the same way that a crystal method or a lot of other, you know, uh, queens uh -huh. in the past have maybe not given full, you know, woman glamazon. Um but she was wearing flats, and, you know. Oops. I think it worked with the look. I understood why she was wearing flats. It made sense. Yeah, I get it, too. I get it, too. I mean, uh, the Marie Antoinette look is uh, not lost on us. Adriana, Detox, Raja, uh, you know, off with her head. Um, sure. You know, she's an influence. Um, I, I, I was mostly impressed, looks-wise, with Angeria and Georgia's. I, again, the two best talent shows were the best runways uh yeah angeria i mean yeah the runways i thought were all good none like i think maddie's was probably the most interesting in that it wasn't straightforward but i thought angeria looked great i feel like angeria came out of this episode winning the mini challenge winning the main stage challenge winning the reality tv side of things great commentator energy rupaul literally said i love talking to you i mean we were saying last week, like, man, I haven't seen a queen like Cornbrebs come in and become a fan fav favorite so quickly, and her record just got beaten. I mean, Angie is, like, I think about, like, Heidi and Closet, who people fell in love with right away, but there mm. was there were polish issues, there were budget issues, there were things, whereas Angie is, like, super charming, and, she's, and the drag is correct, you know? Yes. The drag is not just correct, it's, like... I don't know. What's better than correct? I, it's superior in this episode, at least. I just thought she looked so fucking good, even with that oversized rosette. Well, I mean, I don't want to be an Angela <laughs> Kessler, but sometimes, you know, you, you got to leave when you before you leave the house, take one rosette off. But she looked great. <laughs> um, I also appreciated the little playful energy she had with Georgia. So every single time you mention how young you are, I'm going to take marks off. Uh, it was mm -hmm. so funny and so well delivered. Uh, yeah, was not expecting that. I I think once Rue had said in the in the deliberations that Dia was that Dia method basically was a Xerox copy of a Xerox copy. I was like, that's club kid shoes, girl. You're going home. Mm. Like, I, and you know, to be honest, I don't know if that's like a wildly fair comparison because if we're gonna play that game. You could be like, well, why did you have Crystal on Drag Race UK season three if you already had Aquaria? You know what I mean? Like, you could play that game all day of like one queen is reminiscent of another. You know, remember when Jada won? You know, hey, Angie. Like, it seems unfair to say, like, well, the problem is you're giving me too much Crystal, you know? 
Yeah. It, uh, yes. Yes. It is her drag daughter. I mean, it. it, it the first episode, they're going to set that up. And they're going to call that out, and then they're going to see, you know? Um, right. I don't know. I, I wasn't too distracted by that. I was more, I don't know, I was surprised that they didn't. I guess I understand why they didn't, but I think it would have been way more interesting if Maddie went to the bottom instead of Daya. Because Daya, I don't think, I, I don't think her ribbon dress was, you know, that hobbling um, for, for her. And her performance was at least kind of like upbeat, and she had the props. Whereas, like, Maddie's performance was boring. But if they put Maddie in the bottom, Maddie would have gone home. And that's not what she's here to do this season. With, but, Mary, they're not going home. I, there's no way. There's, no, there's a twist coming next week. We just saw it. So they're going to bring them back. I think that's what the twist is. I so, mean, it, maybe that chocolate bar, you know, maybe it's got yeah. a, a golden ticket. I don't know. But, um, but I just think the gag of having Maddie do a lip sync to Fallen in that look would have been oh, everything. It would have been amazing. <laughs> then that would have sent Deja home because yes! uh, which would have been really hard because Deja killed oh. this lip sync. Oh, she killed it. I mean she killed it. She, it was so good. She did that like I think I don't know, another queen has done this, but it's that gospel spin where you kind of stamp the devil out while you spin oh, with your arms out. Sure. Uh-huh. You know, yep. she did that. Yep. I sent you that gif of her when she covers her mouth. Oh, that's when she won, Mary. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so like, oh, you know exactly what you're doing. Oh, my God. That's when I was like, oh, Deja is going to stay for a long time. I I hope so, because this was this was really exciting to watch. And and I really like her. I mean, like, I would have been bummed to see her go. I was excited about Daya, but, you know, there's also like, hey, I'm excited about a lot of these people. So, like, you know, bitch, get used to it, you know? Yeah. I, I th- Again, there are other people I would have put in the bottom, uh, namely Maddie. And uh, 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 by other people, is, that's what I mean. Um, I don't think I would have put Jasmine Kennedy in the bottom uh, just because, you know, she looked really great and she had a an interesting upbeat performance. Um, and Lady Camden's Peacock, Birds on the Runway. Sorry, we didn't even mention Hey, that. Birds on the Runway. Uh, Birds yeah. on the Runway. Uh, you couldn't. So, I don't know. Uh, that's kind of where I left it. I was like, well, Maddie could have been in the bottom, and then uh, Deja would have gone home, but then only to be brought back a week later. I mean, there's no way, Mary. Right? Am I, am I, I, am I, I getting don't know. too optimistic? You are the only person I've heard say, and not that I've been talking to all these people, but... I have not stumbled across anything else suggesting that, like, you know, oh, you know, the game is not over yet. You know, like, I haven't, I don't know. I I would be kind of surprised. Um, I don't know. Uh, It's different than last season where people didn't really get eliminated. And this is like a traditional elimination Mm -hmm. in the same way they did season Season six. six. So there's a different sense of, like, oh, you, like, literally, like, got eliminated from an actual challenge versus season 13 where it's like, Oh, you lost an arbitrary lip sync, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, interesting. Who was, was it? It was Daya. Who's like, I have to do a lip sync on the first episode of an Alicia Keys song in front of Alicia Keys. And what like she he, didn't say was, and versus Deja sky. Yes. Versus Deja sky. Absolutely. Uh, did you remember those words? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I I I just I I got her her exit line. Well, shit, like for sure. 
Yeah, I think that's like one of the most accurate first out exit lines. Um, I, you know, we've mostly talked about everything that I would want to talk about in Untucked. Um, the only thing yeah. I want to just say, there were a lot of pep talks on camera. I think there were a lot of like, ooh, I, I prepared the thing that I want to make sure I say before I get eliminated. So there's a lot of pep mm. talks. I think the queens might not want to blow their load yet on that. Um, and I, I think just, you know, I know we've talked a lot about Maddie this week, but what do you want? But I, I do want to say that I thought there was, there's a lot in when she said, I don't think a lot of straight people should do drag. And I felt oh, like, Oh, that was huge. Yeah. That really countered, I think the feelings that some people are having of like, oh, I'm fading my spaces. And I think that you, there is a world where Maddie could know her, her story, and her references and could kind of know the lay of the land better than a lot of other queer people. And I feel like that's something to kind of have a lens on as the season goes on. And especially with these social justice corners of like how much I feel like there's this tension of like how much Maddie, how much space Maddie's allowed to take in the room and like how to participate in the conversation and how to not like lead the conversation. And I just, I guess what I'm hoping is that as the season goes on, Maddie's presence in the room feels more valid and that yes by episode three we can forget about oh my god there's a cock in the hen house you know right I mean that statement that she made I think is very important and I think it was Charlene Incarnate a local drag queen here who said you know drag is for everybody but not everybody should do drag and Granted, that was a different sentiment from Charlene, because Charlene, I think, was talking about bad drag. Um, but in terms of Maddie's context, it's like, yeah, some straight people should not do drag. I, it, it wouldn't be, f it's not right for them to do it for whatever reason, right? Uh, there's there's a specific specificity to the community and why, why people are doing it. I think there was a part of me that wanted to go into the season with, like, it's just not a big deal. Everybody, get over it. And, like... Maybe it's a big deal for a couple episodes. Maybe that's okay. You know, like it's a story to tell. That's true. Yeah, it's a story to yeah. tell. Yeah, um, and 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 maybe it will kind of uh, put the put the stamp on some things. I don't know. It also is smart branding on Maddie's part. Not all straight men should do drag, right? Because then there's less competition. <laughs> oh, certainly, absolutely. You want to keep <laughs> keep that market <laughs> niche. Yeah, yeah. She knows what she's doing. Um, so I. I'm going to say BSA this week. I'm going to give it to Angie, obviously. I think the moment mm. she was like, I sing in choir. I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I thought this was a, a fun group. And I will say, what can I say? I am looking forward to when the queens meet each other next week. And obviously, there is a big part of me that's like, ooh, six more queer people to react to the straight guy in the room. Like, just naming. Like, that is part of what I'm excited about next week. And I probably am not alone in that. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to hear Willow Pill try to convince Maddie to say the F word. Uh, oh. think, you know, that, that's going to be a great, great moment on television. Yeah, uh, finally. I'm kidding, obviously. It's yeah. a joke. It's showing that everybody understands the joke, which I just love. Willow Pill, the impact that Willow Pill is still having. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Mary Kay Place. Um, so, I think... I think that just brings us to uh, what I hope to be as frequent of a soundbite as Sasha Gold. Sasha Gold. Sasha But it seems this week that RuPaul also had a lot of fun, so much fun that he could barely choke out a call for the music to play. All right. 
I feel like it cut out. Let's try it one more time just in case. All right, now let the music play. Play. <laughs> oh, baby. I just, it has to go after, right before, oh, baby. Oh, let baby. The music well, play. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's that whole clip. It's kind of like, um, that that vine that we talked about, I think on the Lost Dragula episode, because I don't think it made the remake, the re recorded one, but the, um, he needs some milk, somebody. Oh. Oh, oh! You don't want to. You don't want to put your name on that one. Oh, he needs some milk. Somebody. It has to have the somebody. Oh, baby. Yeah, the old baby's the somebody. Yeah, it's yes. the it's oh, the backing baby. vocals. Yeah. Uh. Well, yes. Uh. All right, now let the music play. Oh, baby. Uh, I oh, love baby. it. That that totally is the uh, you know the period. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I feel like you. That I feel like we could we could put that sound clip to somebody like stumbling and then falling. It's like let the music and then they they trip and they fall on play and then they like all their groceries roll away as the old baby plays. You <laughs> oh, know. Baby. Yes, you're right. Let's do it. Let's make yeah. The, make the absolutely absolutely yeah. Uh, the um, one that I think of first is the that person that falls in the movie theater that I think was filmed at the Garden State Plaza with all the popcorn. Oh, and those are staged, by the way. Oh, they are. They are. Those you're are ruining my life right I'm now. I'm sorry. Well, maybe you should have watched Shit's Creek. <laughs> Uh, well, Mary. need a booing sound effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do we got in here? Uh, let's see if this does anything. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. All right. I can't take it anymore. Oh, Mary. Well, I. You know, we we've now met the entire cast. I I have my favorites. Angeria. I love Bosco. Um, I love. Uh, who else do I love? Willow. Willow. Pill. Willow Pill, uh, I think she's great. Um, I love cornbread. Um, so, it, we'll we'll see how it we'll see how it all shakes out. Um, yeah, you know. uh, I can't remember what next week's challenge is. I feel like I watched it's the a preview ball, but there's two balls. Oh, that's right. There's two balls. There's two balls. That's right. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that, Maddie? There's two balls. You okay with that? You gonna be able to handle them? You're straight, you know. I know that you're also you're straight. Um, how's your girlfriend feel about you? Two balls. You, is she okay with that? Maybe you should do that ball with your penis. Oh my god! Oh my god! I wonder how long it's gonna go on. You know. I don't know, but I love it. Uh. I just it's so like unchecked, and I can see it. And what's so interesting? And uh, I'm one last thought is like seeing Maddie just be this fembot in the Tic Tacs was also like ah. Uh, I mean, she's feeling her pussy. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, know. Uh, I know. And there was a weird moment of like, wow, I'm watching a straight guy feel his feel her pussy. You know, like it was I I it's going to take me a little bit to take that lens off. Um, before we wrap things up, I do want to just say that starting next week, uh, Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show is returning 
long term will be on Patreon, but will be on this main feed next week. And so Nuance uh, in the past has been our after show to cover maybe some unpopular opinions or things we only want to talk about on Patreon on the episode. And this season, not only will we be covering Nuance, not only will we be covering Nuance, season 14 in Nuance, but UK versus the world is going to be starting in, I think you said February. February 1st. So we are going to be covering that right here on the main feed that that season will be uh, for all free skate Marys. But then our nuance, faux free, as as Scorny Beaver might say, but nuance will also cover after show discussions on UK versus the world. And who knows, maybe there'll be some more next next top model, even queen outs that'll happen in nuance. So I love it. Yeah. Uh, So again, the nuance will be out next week uh for free for everybody then after that become a matreon at patreon.com slash all right mary to get nuance all season i love it i am excited to bring back nuance take a drink uh mary's if you have any thoughts on this episode of drag race season 14 you can reach out to us on instagram at all right mary pod you can also email us at all right mary podcast at gmail.com and if you want you can follow me on instagram at johnny also one and if you would like a All Right Mary ringtone. I am also selling uh, All Right Mary ringtones. I'm going to be having more coming out this next week of uh, just the All Right Mary themes. Uh, you have to look only on your phone. You can't find them on a desktop. But uh, if you look on your phone for Johnny also, All Right Mary, you are going to find the one that is there and many more to come this week. Uh, and that's how you can get in touch with me. And you can find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore, but you can also hear me on my other two podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And as I mentioned earlier, if you want to get access to Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, if you want to hear our discussions on Season 8, Season 3, America's Next Top Model, and so much more, that's all at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mayor. Well, we have a sort of appropriate slash inappropriate, don't joke about that, lip sync. Uh, Last chance lip sync this week. What is it, Mary? Well, in honor of our second Midwestern queen to go home this season, not a good season for those in the Uh -uh. central time zone. Um, And in honor of, you know, her diabetes representation on Drag Race, uh, we couldn't think of a more uh, appropriate and respectful last chance lip sync than Sugar Sugar by the Archies. All right, Mary, hope you brought a sweet tooth because Miss Candy Ho is in the motherfucking house. And Miss Diabetti is uh, is out. But who knows? Check that chocolate bar. Hope it's sugar free. Don't let the sweet taste fool ya. Au revoir, Simone. Au revoir, bitches. Love